Welcome back, everyone. This is Matt Cooley, host of Upside Downside, where we explore value creation and how the actions we take affect your profits and cash flow. By day, I'm the unit CFO for Ericsson's global network platform API business and a nerd for value creation and how it impacts companies and everyday people. With us today is David DeMartin, an information security leader with a strong history of keeping organizations safe across multiple continents and threat scenarios. We've worked together before, and I'll say what I really admire about David is his ability and need to be part of the business. He's definitely not the person on the side telling you all the things you can't do, kind of like finance people, right? David brings his technical expertise in security, privacy, and compliance right into the nexus of value creation and helps businesses grow. Welcome, David. Hey, thank you for having me. Hi, Matt. Hey, pleasure is mine, and I, I'm glad you're here. And I've wanted to do an episode on security for a while because it's so core to pretty much all business models these days. And I think yeah. we've worked together, and you and I have witnessed that more than once. Uh, you know how company how a company positions the broader need for security within their business models can have a huge impact on the ability to create value. So. With that, David, let's launch into this, sir. What are some of the biggest security threats to companies today that can impact their profits and cash flow? Well, I mean, today, uh, probably the most uh, well-known is it's all around ransomware. And, and typically, it's not coming by itself. It's it's coming with uh, triple or even quadruple extortion, meaning that uh, it's not only encrypting your data. Before encrypting your data, they are typically exfiltrating it. And uh, with that uh, data theft, uh, what is coming is also they're getting information regarding your customers or, or any other stakeholder that you have. So if you were well protected against ransomware and, and you had your backups in place and it's like, okay, they are encrypting, I can just recover my data, no problem. Then they are going to try to uh extortion you regarding okay but before encrypting the data we got a copy so uh here is what we have and we're going to leakage uh that will uh, destroy your brand whatever um so even if if you say that's fine to me i'm not going to pay because uh, this this payment cycle only uh, basically generates more ransomware interest uh, from the bad actors um then it's like, okay, if you're not paying, then with information that we got from your network or wherever, we're going to launch a, a denial of service attack, a distributed denial of service, the DOS, or we're going to contact your customers or leak information about them. So uh, they sometimes go and, and contact your customers and ask them for money, uh, telling that they have information about, about them. So. It's it's all around that, and uh, and even worse, uh, the, the bad actors they have realized that the the big companies, of course, they are they are juicy. Uh, they have more money and more cash uh, on hand, but, uh, but they are the most difficult to to crack. So uh, so they're shifting also the interest into medium sized companies that uh, typically they don't have that uh, much of a of a good security. Uh, and they still have some uh, possibilities to to pay, and and they don't know as good also what to do when when something happens. So, 
So what you're saying, yeah, if, I, if I'm running the local gas station, they're probably going to leave me alone because I don't have much money. But uh, if I'm if it's uh, you know Cisco or Microsoft, they're going to be all over me. Yeah, with with the biggest companies, there's there's, there's always 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 like uh, a lot of bad actors continually scanning you, continuously trying to to, to crack you, and, and that's. Uh, that's a fact. That's a fact for for the telco companies uh, because that's that's very juicy trying to crack the communications of, of, of anyone to hack. But uh, any company with a good cash flow that they can pay a, a ransomware, uh, it, it's a juicy target. But what I'm saying now is even smaller companies uh, with uh, way less known, they they are also going after them now because they are easier. Mm-hmm. So maybe not the local gas station, but somewhere in between that and Microsoft, uh, which there's a lot of companies there. <laughs> Imagine a low firm, uh, a small healthcare provider. They're not going to ask for billions, but it's like, okay, give me quarter of a Bitcoin. Uh, it's 10K. Uh, you know, maybe the dentist uh, will, will will pay that just to avoid uh, their patient data being leaked, especially in the European Union, where they can have a, a really huge fines. Right. So you you mentioned uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago uh, companies that are well protected. What what is well protected? What does that look like to you as a security professional? Well, uh, it's uh, it's it's prevention. So all the measures that you have in not having vulnerabilities, having all your firewalls, all that defense in place, but then it's detection because you have to assume breach. Uh, so when something happens, uh, you quickly detect it. So so you don't do like uh, solar winds that they have a, an attack ongoing for more than a year and and they didn't notice, uh, and then it ended up how it ended up. Um, and after that, you need to have a, a team which is well prepared for for responding because uh, once you detect the, the bad actors, it's uh, it's the panic moment, uh, and if you're not trained, uh, it's not going to go well. So, so you need to to know exactly what to do, how to contain, how to kick them out, and uh, and if something bad was uh, done, to recover. And at the end of the day, keep the bus- the business running and uh, and and minimize the impact. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that those are the three pillars to me. It's it's, it's detection or prevention, detection, and response. Wow. Okay. Now that's that's great education. So uh, you've had a lot of business and operations roles, which is uh, I think a very cool component of of what you bring to the table. Um, from your perspective, can security drive value creation, or is it something that's purely defensive and protecting value? Seems like the world's changing, and and what I'm thinking about is is how so many companies are managing data in the cloud, for example, which can be really complex logistically and legally to set up. But um, if you have that security infrastructure in place, I don't know, it it seems like security is a value driver these days. I'm curious what your take is on that. Yeah, so so it is. Time ago, it was like, okay, let's ensure that there is no value destruction because uh, if if you get hacked, then there's going to be information leakages that's going to have really bad press. You you may get uh, fined by the regulators. Uh, your brand is going to be affected. Um, but uh, these days, definitely 
beyond the fines that you can get uh, in terms of the branding, I guess at this moment, everyone has been hacked one way or another. So I don't <laughs> see that it's having that much of impact into the public opinion any longer after Target, Home Depot, Experian. Uh, obviously, if you're a bank and, and you get hacked and then the money goes away, that <laughs> will have a great impact, right? But, uh, but there is a lot of value because even if the brand is not that affected by the public opinion, any customer at the end of the day, you and I as end customers of, of wherever, a bank, a healthcare, a hospital, or companies, you don't want your data flying around, right? You don't want to know if you have a medical condition uh, that, that is there uh, for grabs on the dark web. You don't want your bank information outside or even money flying away from your bank account. Mm-hmm. If you car, you don't want it to be hacked, and then uh, you lose the brakes, or suddenly all the <laughs> EVs uh, stop on the highway. So everybody wants their whatever product they are using to be secure, your, their information to be to be safe and, and well taken care of. So it's when it starts becoming a competitive advantage uh, and that, that you can advertise uh, sometimes there are no-brainers. For example, now there's uh, a technology that I think is going to really uh, ramp up uh, next year or this year even, which is called uh, Passkey. Basically, using biometrics for uh, replacing passwords, so it's passwordless application, uh, which actually gives you better security than passwords, even together with a uh, multi-factor authentication over. It's not that secure. It's a bit better when you are using tokens. But at the end of the day, biometrics works better. It's better for the users because it's frictionless and it's better in terms of security. So sometimes the planets align and and you get security solutions that are actually really good for business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes uh, security is just uh, you cannot run your business if it's not secure, as simple as that. So, again, if I go to healthcare, you you ensure that you are protecting the data of patients uh, properly, uh, not only because of you have to, to, to be compliant with the regulation, but, but also because uh, if something happens, the, the trust of your customers will go down and, and there will be severe damage. So the more you can show that you are on top of it, the people uh, will go to your business instead of other business. Uh, perception is important here. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, th- there is value there. Th- to put another example, uh, I mentioned before also, solar winds. Uh, they were hacked uh, for a year. They didn't notice. Nobody noticed. And then uh, it was discovered by by Fire FireEye, which is a security company, and they were users of, of the, this Orion product from SolarWinds uh, that was uh, hacked on the as a supply chain attack. Uh, they quickly uh, made this uh, this hacked uh, public. They they post SolarWinds, and then they made it public because uh, so many companies uh, had this software. They got a small hit on their stock value. But the day after, they rose 30% uh, FireEye. Mm. Because what people realize is, okay, these guys have been hacked because of this supply chain attack coming through solar winds. 
But actually, they have been the first ones realizing that when there was like thousands of customers using that product. So it put them in a really good position. Plus, they were the kind of company that that the that product was a security product to try to avoid these kind of scenarios. So uh, for them, it, it was great, great value actually. So. Right to be to be transparent and put that that I remember I remember the story. No, it's good good to have a reminder of that. Hey, I'm I'm curious how AI is going to affect security in the years to come. You know, it's pretty much all we hear about at the moment. What what's your take on how AI can help the security posture going forward, and particularly yeah. from a value creation angle? Yeah. So. It's going to have great impact. It's, it's going to have great impact uh, in both sides, uh, both on the attackers, because they're going to be able to to do better attacks, uh, to to use voice, to use video, to automate, to part of the phishing campaigns that they needed to do manually. You have a person behind, all of that could be now automated. Uh, I remember last April in in the RSA conference in San Francisco, uh, Brian Palma, the CEO of Trellix, he made a really good pro provocative presentation about DevSecOps. Uh, he started the session with a with a video, uh, I, and it was an AI generated video of himself. Um, and then we went into AI is going to automate that, but then. It also has to be used heavily on the defensive part, and that's where the value is going to be created. Because the good news, uh, I think, is on, on, on the on the on our side, uh, on the other side of the fence uh, against the hackers, we have way more information. So whatever AI models we create, we can feed them with way more data. So they they should be better. They should be more robust. So all the automation that can come with with AI and and help to the decision making and even automate part of the decision making take take the first response automatically. Uh, that's going to be uh, a lot of value, especially on security products, of course. But uh, but but for any for any other kind of business, so. Hmm. Releasing that resources that today they are tied looking into logs that are not consolidated trying to figure out what's what's something that is really an incident what is not uh that takes a lot of time so with ai that's going to be widely simplified the first response can be also be automated so then you will have the talent uh involved into high level decision making uh, that that is more critical instead of wasting their time looking into into logs Right, which, which so, uh, you, you could quickly see the value creation impact of that, right? By not only lowering your costs and preserving your revenue streams, but um, you know, standing out from the competition and having a competitive advantage is just being a, a more overall secure organization, which is kind of what you yeah. mentioned. That's encouraging. That's actually encouraging to hear, David, because... I'm, I'm optimistic. <laughs> yeah, so much of the AI right now, the AI message is, it feels like doom and gloom, but this, it's neat to hear this. Um, I'm curious what security companies you admire right now or that that you're following that businesses should keep in mind that that help bolster their profits and cash flow. 
Um, what, what's, what can you share with us? Yeah. So I'm aware, I mean, there, there are several companies that they are, they are doing a, a really great job. Uh, there is more security companies these days than, than stars in the universe. Because uh, <laughs> of how hot <laughs> the topic is right now. There shouldn't be any hacking going on if that many companies out there. Yeah, there's no money enough in the world to 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 pay for all of them. So the the, the problem that I see with that is uh, some of them they are very neat, they they are really good in what they do, but uh, but it becomes a nightmare for the for the CISOs to to really put all that tools together, to put all that information together. Um, so so the ones that that I think are going to be successful are the ones that are able to consolidate all of that to to offer a, a wide portfolio that integrates. Uh, uh, together, so then they also have all that information. They can start applying all that all that AI, and and there's more data available. So, to me, it will be either that or either other companies that that are starting to pop up that they are integrators of all that data. So, okay, you can have your vertical tools, but uh, but they will all be putting their data, and, and and hopefully here there will be some sort of a standardization. But again, AI can help if there is no standardization to identify the the building blocks of the information, so you can put all together and uh, and help you understand better your security position, uh, or if you have compromise, what happening, and and trigger response uh, very very quickly or automatically. Um, in terms of that, uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of companies, two verticals. Uh, I discovered them this this month, but I, but I think uh, both of them they were doing things really cool. Uh, and again, related with what we discussed on on your first question uh, around ransomware. Um, so so one of them uh, it's it's called uh, Halcyon, and and they are able to basically when when the tool is deployed. If there is a ransomware attack, uh, they can identify how it's happening uh, using AI and stop it right there. But even if they start encrypting, they are able to collect information to decrypt the data without uh, without the key initially. So, uh, so, so that's pretty cool because basically, that's... even if the encryption starts, you can decrypt like like that wow. uh, in seconds. And there is there is another one which is putting more focus on 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 the data, right? At the end of the day, when 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 you're going to be subject to ransomware, as I mentioned, the two big uh, the, the two extortions are encrypting your data, so you have downtime. And the second one is uh, leaking it. So so they have something called uh, data harbor. Where your data is basically distributing distributed in the cloud, and you mentioned, hey, the cloud, the risk. Uh, in this case, it's actually really good because they are applying the the latest ideas in terms of having the the information distributed and encrypted in the cloud in different cloud providers. So you can think into something similar to what Ray Five is for storage, but for mm -hmm. for data around the globe. Uh, so they can reconstruct the information. So it's some sort of a backup uh, at any moment uh, once the encryption starts because it's redundant. 
And if the hackers get uh, some of your data, it's useless because what they are getting is chunks of encrypted data that they cannot do anything with with that. So, so they are basically solving both problems on, on one shot. So uh, let's see how these two companies go, but uh, definitely really cool products that I've seen. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it feels almost like Battle of the Robots, right? I mean, it's uh, it's very cool. Um, all right, it that's, is. It is. It's going to be really exciting with with all the AI. It's going to be like uh, AIs against AIs, and, uh, and it's like take the popcorn and start looking what's going on, <laughs> like uh, war games. <laughs> I, I, I hope we can keep up. Wow. Well, listen. Thanks for educating us today, David. That was awesome. Um, You're wow. welcome, Matt. It's a to, to be here. Yeah, no, it's great. And I, I feel like I need to uh, ask you to do a security review of the Upside Downside podcast. Uh, just kidding, but uh, <laughs> it's making me think. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. And if you find you need custom help with your value creation challenges, as always, please see the link in the episode notes for more information. We'll see you next time. And thank you.